As we await the eventual manic moon phase for our prudent bullion, high-tech precious, and monetary metals bets to pay off handsomely in escalating real value terms. Well, in today's Halloween Day of the Dead themed SD bullion market update, we're going to dig into a whole host of silver and gold related macro charts and also look at important recent trend changes in the physical bullion, leverage derivative, comics, futures market, and Chinese paper silver and gold markets. But first, we're going to have a bit of fun clowning on this week's ghoulish and frightening moments that I came across. I hope you have as much fun watching this as I will have in making it. First off, uh, how do you like my jack-o'-lantern NFT? I'm thinking about putting it online for the price of, let's say, 530 million fiat fed notes. Now, just give me one minute, and voila, it's sold. To myself, in a tape painting wash trade. Now, if that sounds strange or fraudulent, well, it is. That's precisely what is reported to have happened this week in the digital non-fungible token or NFT digital art world. Apparently, this cyberpunk owner bought his own nonsense to give off the illusion, perhaps, that anyone in the world would be so delusional or dumb to pay any semblance of purchasing power for this thing. The reporter of this article described the stunt as an elaborate publicity stunt, whereas I would describe it more so over as a wash trade and a tape painting designed to give off the illusion that NFTs like this have any value whatsoever. Of course, market rigging nonsense like this happens all the time, even in supposedly regulated financial markets. Just go study how the physical modern art world works, and you'll see similar shenanigans often occur. The issue here is how blasé and indifferent People, even journalists, are acting towards this unregulated Wild West market. Literally change a pixel on the NFT and print as many as you please. No matter for Reuters reporters, though, they report that people are supposedly getting fabulously rich citing wash trade bloated NFT sales figures, failing to mention that only a small handful of insiders are getting wealthy. Their delusional marks are transferring them their wealth for mostly items of next to no value. Janet Yellen had a fun quote today, saying something akin to the idea that we can spin, 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 and extra likely malinvestments won't raise price inflation of goods, services, and overpriced bubble asset classes. Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg introduced Meta with a creepy video illustrating how cool living in an artificial reality could be. And I'm not going to make your skin crawl by showing you how terrible and disingenuous the advertisement was. Rather, I'm just going to show you how cool his Halloween costume is going to be. More serious subjects, we've not yet tackled on this channel the fact that the IRS is soon to have a back end to all U.S. bank accounts so they can track purchases above 600 fiat fed notes, while Janet Yellen and her cronies spend mass trillions on their pet projects. But here is some gallows humor on the freak show that they're creating. Oh, and Janet Yellen had more to say while the TikTok Island boys scare us with their cool teeth tats and hairdos well i i think that it really it helps us invest in physical capital that's public infrastructure that's important to productivity growth um, there's investment in people or human capital 
There's investment in research and development, and the supports that families will uh, receive that will help them participate in the labor market, They'll that will uh, boost labor supply. All of those things boost the economy's potential to grow. Um, to my mind, certainly over the long run, over a decade, several ten tenths of a percentage point. Bloomberg had a fun clickbait article today entitled, Four Charts Show Why Silver Surge is Set to Fade. First chart gives off the impression that inflation is going away when we have around $200 trillion in debt and unfunded liabilities to debase this decade into the next without technically illegally defaulting on them. Not going to happen. Bigger inflation is ahead. Next chart, some spooky unnamed analyst at UBS said real yield expectations are going up. I'll take the opposite of that trade long term. Chart 3 shows momentum unsecured derivative bets, mostly leaving SLV. You have fund flows that left after silver fell back from the Q1 silver squeeze kickoff and price ramp to 30. But remember, as Goldman Sachs' own head of commodities, Jeff Curry, once stated at the start of the year, Many of the largest shorts in the silver market are the ETFs themselves. Any retail and most institutional investors who buy unsecured derivatives like SLV, GLD, IAU, and SIVR have no ownership or direct title to any supposed bullion underlying the investment. Basically, what they're getting is further underperformance versus bullion to come. This outflow that we see here on the chart means very little as London has already admitted publicly that in early 2021 they almost ran out of silver bullion within their opaque silver slush fund system. Now the final of these supposed spooky silver charts gives us the insinuation that silver won't bounce from the support. Again, I'll take the other side of this trade well beyond the suppressed nominal record high of 50 as triple digits are in my long term target for physical silver bullion. And so that silliness is now out of the way. Let's go ahead and get an intro and down to business. Hello, on behalf of SDBullion.com, this is James Anderson, industry market veteran with scars to prove it, and this is your SD Bullion Market Update. Before we go further, please smash the like button so other sound money stackers can also see this content. And be sure to subscribe to our SD Bullion channel so you can get our latest market coverages and also a chance at winning incredible bullion giveaways like this one. You know the drill. SD Bullion is giving away a box of 500 new 2021 Silver Eagles that could have your name written all over it. But if you don't enter, it could go to someone like Silver Steve here. And while we like Silver Steve, he really doesn't like to share. So click the link below for your chance to win. Click the link below to enter your chance at winning this 2021 SD Bullion Type 2 American Silver Eagle Coin Monster Box giveaway of 500 Silver Eagle Coins. Official sweepstakes rules can be found at www.sdbullion.com forward slash sweepstakes. Good luck to all of you who enter and for your chance to win. The silver and gold spot price markets were mostly up for the week, but had a typical end of the month sell-off for the shorts to keep appearances less bullish. The gold-silver ratio still hovers at 74. Ireland added a half metric ton or just over 16,000 ounces of gold bullion to their reserves, which is not much if taken merely on its face, but it signals something that may be building in the EU. They're the first government and central bank to have added to their gold bullion reserves since signing the 1999 Central Bank Gold Agreement with 10 other nations and the European Union, agreeing that gold at the time was a bedrock and remains money in the global monetary reserves and that they would at the time not sell off more than 400 metric tons per year 
Since 2008, government central banks have been net buyers of gold bullion, and that trend is not changing anytime soon. For those keeping tally on the aggregated net positive gold bullion buying by governments thus far in 2021, here is where we are. There was a rumor recently based off a website's data input entry error that no gold reserve above ground holding Canada recently bought 100 metric tons, but that's since been denied by market sources. So careful on the misinformation and supposed experts you uh, listen to. The CME group lowered the margin requirements required to go long or short Comex Silver Futures derivative contracts this past week. And that's often a bullish sign given that many longs are small pocketed compared to the deeper pocketed mega banks and larger institutional players often on the short side. Now I'm still waiting to see when the bully momentum longs that Paul Tudor Jones recently described on CNBC about when they're going to come inbound into these commodity markets, especially into the silver futures contract market, and set off silver's run beyond 30 an ounce and running. Comex registered and eligible piles keep falling, and the supposed kingpin of the silver market has had its silver pile rolling downhill now for some time. Report on Twitter stated today, paper precious metal trading customers received a message from the Bank of China. It said, starting October 31st, the bank will set limits to the position of paper precious metals accounts. Customers will not be able to buy beyond the position limits, but they can still exit their positions. But further down on the next tweet, it also said that paper gold and silver transactions will eventually be canceled. In the future, uh, people in China will only be able to buy physical gold and silver from the bank, apparently. Now, for context, paper gold and silver in Asia is run rampant. I've... I was there in 2011. I tell you every week I've been around this bullion industry for over a dozen years now. And I was kind of shocked by how many people were talking about paper silver and paper gold. And there are a lot, a lot of people in these accounts. So it's a huge exposure of risk to these banks because my bet is that they don't have the positions that they would need, especially if gold and silver start ramping up walls. I literally helped set up a segregated storage account uh, for clients based in Asia out of Brinks, Hong Kong, and so I spent nearly a week there. I actually called the Bank of China's supposed bullion trading desk, wanting to know how robust their silver bullion coin market was, and eventually just walked right in and bought some silver from them just for the experience. But it was underwhelming, likely due to the extra tax added on silver bullion China, on silver bullion in China. They, uh, they slap on an additional 17% VAT onto the silver spot, and thus silver bullion in China is not nearly as popular as it is in the United States or in, Asia, or in India, for that matter. In China and Asia in general, there's just a massive culture of owning physical gold and in India, silver too, but they also day trade derivatives in these silver and gold markets. And you spend a minute in my um, Twitter message inbox, I get messages all the time from guys in India and over in um, Asia asking me what my, what my uh, belief is on where the silver and gold spot prices are moving in the short and medium term. These guys are constantly day trading that stuff. My hunch is that the Chinese mega banks are short and not positioned for if and when silver and gold prices start climbing walls. In other words, they're trying to get out of their massive losses that they would have to take otherwise. The Silver Institute published a few insights today, first reminding everyone that the more digital that we go, the more silver we're going to be needing for industrial inputs. Secondly, there's also potential that gold, silver, and copper are going to be involved in the keeping and manufacturing of hydrogen atoms in the production so that the end product is safer and more stable in its final output. Now, platinum also has a massive next few decade potential if hydrogen becomes highly used in 18-wheelers and automobiles, especially over in China and Asia. 
Now, to close out this week, we're going to visit the excellent charts of Tavi Costa, who is, if, you, if you're not following him on Twitter and you're in, on that website, give him a follow. Or if you on this website, for instance, you can find his interviews. He does them often. Here we see a chart showing that the precious metals versus commodities, mainly energies, are at their lowest level since 2008-2018. Precious metals have underperformed and disappointed thus far this year, but the snapback to come should be violent in my opinion. More charts from Tavi next. Here we see eight central banks blowing out their balance sheets to try and keep this fiat financialized system from imploding on itself. It's not going to work in my opinion. We're headed for the biggest financial crisis of all time one in which the very values of the underlying fiat currency units get freaked out of increasingly. Here we have the over 50-year silver spot price cup and handle. Once the 50 per troy ounce price gets broken through onto the upside, uh, look out, the energy release should be one of rocket propulsion higher. Of course, the first step, we've got to get through 30 sooner rather than later. Next, silver spot prices versus negative real rates. We have something to make up, obviously. Moving on to how the silver versus fiat M2 supply is going. Again, we see a coil and likely direction upward to account for all this reckless fiat currency creationism running amok. Record U.S. government debts will continue to grow moving ahead. But just look at how much further we have to go if we get back towards the 2011 levels here with gold versus government U.S. debt. If we simply added the year 1980 to this chart, it would likely be three or four times the size of that 1985 bounce spike. So considering the 2011 and where we were in 1980, we have a long way to run. Gold bulls are likely tired of waiting on this post, August 2020 record price high consolidation. But the longer this stretches and the longer and higher, it's likely going to go once we get to the mid and higher 2000s and beyond. You must prudently position and be patient. Uh, of course, I don't. I'm speaking to the choir. Uh, because the one thing is you don't want to have time decay dependency on your bets with gold or silver for that matter. You simply have to be patient and wait this out. With price inflation running higher and longer, certainly not transitory by any means, a definition of that word. Here's a look at the performances over time when the government's rigged CPI data has said that inflation was beyond 2%, as in right now. Uh, gold's not even begun to outperform. The data says other commodities and intelligent bets in select emerging markets may also be good ideas uh, moving forward. That's it for this week's SD Bullion Market Update. We wish you and yours a most excellent Halloween, Day of the Dead and All Saints Day. And as always to you, take great care of yourself and those you love. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to give our video a thumbs up. To keep getting bullion-related news and industry insights, be sure to subscribe to our channel. Finally, hit that alert button so you know when we publish fresh content.